Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the Press Start podcast. Um, so if you listen to us on episode 27, you will know that we give um, we revealed a few plans, uh, what we've got planned for Press Start moving forward. Uh, and tonight is exactly that. It's a topical episode. We're going to celebrate the 20 years of Call of Duty um, by having a discussion about our experiences with Call of Duty over the years and stuff like that. Um, because Call of Duty is ingrained uh, in Press Start history um, because it's actually where we began. It's where the origin story um, was for us. Uh, but before we get into all that, I welcome my co-host, Ash. Uh, Ash, how have you been since we were last on air? I've been all right, yeah. Um, it's been, obviously, we've been looking forward to doing one of these, haven't we? One of these new ideas of doing a bit of a subject sort of thing. And it was the other day, wasn't it? I messaged you and when this could be a great one. And yeah. obviously, to tie in with the 20 years, 20 years of Call of Duty is massive. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's, hopefully, we're in, we're going forward into potentially its best period ever now that the Activision deal's done. Um, and yeah, I think it's just one of these, we're going we're gonna to head into it, we're going to talk about a few things, our memories of how we initially got started with Call of Duty many, many, many years ago now, and we've got a few inputs from a few friends, listeners, and yeah, we're, gonna, we're just going to reminisce, aren't we? We're going to go back to our roots and yeah. share, share a few of our experiences, but how's your last few days been? Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, it's been busy. It's been busy work-wise and things like that. Um, I've just been having, literally just been having an hour on Juice Amp before we, uh, before yeah. we started, but we won't get into that. We'll do that on Thursday's episode. Because I'm excited for tonight, and, and we've been messaging yeah. all day, haven't we? And like you said, we've been messaging um, other members that are still about um, today. Um, but genuinely, Call of Duty is is not only not only the origin story to press start, um, and and going back all the way then, we wasn't called that. We were called DOA Gaming. Um, but it's the origin story to my first ever online game um, was Call of Duty 3. That was the first game I ever played online yeah. um, with a friend against other people. Um, and, and I think I've mentioned in previous episodes that I was one of these that never wanted to get into the online game, and I wanted to... I was a solo gamer and this, that, and the other, and 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 that is where it began for me. Was was and look where you are now, sixteen uh, yeah. years on. Sixteen years later, crazy. and we've made some incredible friends, haven't we, along the way? Obviously, we have, me yeah. and you, me and you, were very close and and got a great friendship. Um, but there's been many along the way, haven't they? And and we're going to include a bit of that tonight. Uh, is it, it's exciting? Yeah. And I think it might get quite emotional at times. I think so. Yeah. I mean, like you, my first memory of Call of Duty was Call of Duty Three. Um, Call of Duty 1 and 2 and all that were a little bit before my time. But Call of Duty 3, I remember, for me, the, the, when I first got Xbox Live, um, I wasn't really 100% sure. I was obviously, I, I was sort of having a little go with Halo 2. And I had Call of Duty 3, which I'd done the campaign. And I remember this was my first introduction to online multiplayer. And yeah. I got battered, like... <laughs> You got to bear in mind. So, what what would Call of Duty three been? Maybe seventeen years ago, maybe even eighteen. So I'd have been thirteen, maybe. And wow. you look and you think, I'm thirteen. I've never ever played online. So I jump into a lobby, and I remember it was this like almost like a. I, 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 
barely played it, but it was like a castle, like a overgrown castle type of map thing. I can't mm. remember what it was called or anything, but I remember jumping in, not having a clue what I was doing, just dying constantly. And I think my experience of Call of Duty 3 multiplayer lasted probably about three minutes because really? I just couldn't play it. Yeah, I, I, it was a new world to me. I'd never done it, and it was like... Yeah, I, 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 this ain't for me. So that's where I sort of then went back to just playing original, like, more, uh, single player games for a little while until Modern Warfare come out. Well, quite a similar experience to you. I mean, I, I it, it's going back a lot of years, but I was a postman uh, back yeah. in the day. Uh, and I had a, a friend at work who um, kept telling me to not only get online, but buy an Xbox. Um, and I was like, no, I'm, I'm a PlayStation fan. I'm not, I'm not into Xbox. You know, I've, I had the, um, originals and this, that, and other, and I think this were the 360 days. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, you know, I'm not into, to all that kind of thing. And he, and he kept hounding me and hounding me. And, and he, anyway, he got to the point where he said, look, come round to my house. Um, and, and have a look at my Xbox. So I thought just to shut him up, I'll go. I'll, I'll just, I'll just go and I'll just play it. Um, and I remember having an absolute ball of a night. Um, we had a great time, and I, I was I were very impressed by the Xbox and its graphics. And I remember leaving his house and thinking, I really, really want one. Now, at the time, yeah. I was married. And I came home, and my wife at the time was sort of saying, you know, do you have a good night? And I was like, oh, yeah, honestly. Should have seen this. It was mind-blowing. I said, I want to get an Xbox. And she went, oh, no, 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 no. She said, <laughs> You've been on about getting me a, dining, a new dining room table for the last couple of months. I said, so you're not buying anything before you get that. Lo and behold, the next day I had a new dining room table and I had an Xbox. <laughs> yeah. so, no word of a lie is that. Anyway, so I gets playing and, and I started playing online and they played Call of Duty 3. So I had a very similar experience to you where I'd quit that game quite fast um, and I got playing other games online and stuff like that. But I was then encouraging a friend of mine, righty, um, to get to do the same as what I'd done, come over to Xbox, play online, uh, and and he, he would he'd only play shooter games. He'd only play shooter games at the yeah. time. So we got back into Call of Duty three, and I just remember there were a map. Again, I can't remember what it was called, but it had like a stone bridge that quite a, a long stone bridge in the middle of it. And I remember being able to get on on one of the pillars halfway down, like the the pillar of the bridge and sit on there sniping, and I had a whale of a time. So that, again, is where my Call of Duty days started, my online days started, and my sniping days started. Um, now, I think if we look at, obviously, Call of Duty 3 was our introduction. We Obviously, these were the early days of Xbox Live anyway, weren't they? They were, yes. you know, very early days. My, my initial introduction to Xbox Live was I was doing work experience through school, and I did work experience at game, so I had two weeks there, and obviously oh, I'd wow. have been whatever I was, 13 or whatever it was. And the guys in the store were like, have you never done the online? And I said, you know, no, I've never even thought about it. And they were like, use one of these codes so that, you know, where you got like the free one-month code and all that back uh, then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were like, when you go home, set that up and see what you think. So that was my introduction to like obviously Halo online and then Call of Duty 3. But then for, I think for both of us and pretty much all of our friends, our big coming together where everything started 16 years ago was the arrival of Modern Warfare, wasn't it? It was, it was, because again, like you, we actually came away from 
Call of Duty, and we ended up on Halo. That you know, and I really yeah. enjoyed the Halos back then. Uh, and then yeah, Call of Duty Four arrived, Modern Warfare, um, and that was that was it was a bizarre coming together. That because again, I was still playing uh, with my mate right here, and we were just you know getting into lobbies, really enjoying the game, I, and it is still to this day. Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare is my fit, personal favorite. It's um, definitely up there for me as well. Oh, it's it, it, it with the maps and everything, but we'll get into that. But yeah, the origin story. So that began where me and me and my mate were playing, and at, on that game you could do clan tags. I'm not sure if you could on Call of Duty Three because it's something we never did. If you could, um, yeah. But we were going in and we were dominant. Me, me and Righty were absolutely dominant. Um and, and we got really good at the game. So we said, look, we need to get a clan tag in there. We need to, you know, let people know that me and you were together. We're, we're dominating. It's us two. And I said, yeah, yeah. I said, but what are we going to put? And honestly, we racked his brains and racked his brains. And, and I just, I don't know, I Googled something or searched something and it ended up coming up dead on arrival. And I said, look, let's just put that in for now. It's pretty cool. It's quite suiting to the game. Let's just put DOA in there, dead on arrival. I said, and, and we'll we'll figure it out later. We'll figure it out later. And that that, and that is where it all started. And from that's that. where it all started. Yeah, and you know, the first group of people, the first three or four people that came in, it was down to, um, because back then you couldn't get into a party chat. You had to be in game. Chat. Yeah, it was all game chat, wasn't it back then? Yeah, and, and we'd met this group of people, three or four people. Uh, and they said, hey, up there's some British lads, there's some British lads, and they sound all right. And we're like, oh, hey, up, lads, how are you? And we kind of had a chat, and I don't mean any disrespect to any listeners or out like that, but we'd both been in with a rowdy set of Americans all day. It didn't matter what match we went in, what game mode we went in, and they were just really toxic, it, 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 for want of a better word. I think word. That, that's that's the trait of Call of Duty lobbies yeah. of the yeah. and I'm not <laughs> early 2000s. Go I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not having a go at Americans, but it just so happened that on this particular day it were them. Um, so they, they kind of said to us, look, do you mind, uh, do, you, do you want a party up? Do you want to, you know, so that we go into a game together and it's just us lot we can hear. So we're like, yeah, yeah, of course we will, yeah. And then a few games in, we were again absolutely on fire you know, undefeated and stuff. Yeah. And these lads said, do you mind if we, you know, put us clan tag uh, same as yours while we're playing with you? I said, no, of course you can. Yeah, yeah. I said, it don't mean, oh, me and, him, me and my mate have only done it just to show we're together. And and that, I remember that being my specific words. It don't mean, oh, that's, <laughs> it's just us together. And then we started playing with this group of people. And, and then from there, it flourished in, uh, we were now a clan. I was now running this clan. New people were joining here and there, and next thing I know, we just we just take off. It just absolutely takes off. It's and... it's mad. I mean, I remember the first the first sort of initial release of it. I was just playing it on my own because I didn't have like online friends or anything really. I had a couple of friends from school, but barely played it. So I was just playing it on my own. So my brother, who was who's <laughs> younger than me, he'd met you guys again just through a lobby just purely by chance he happens to be in the same game as you and like you said he'd got introduced so he started gaming with you so this one night he was like we're all meeting up for what was back in the day like uh because we, we it was competitive wasn't it back in the we, day we, there was yeah, a lot of content, competitive serious. yeah so my brother said jump in with us 
I'll introduce you to everybody and all this. And bearing in mind, we were all young teenagers and that back then. Mm-hmm. And like you said, there was no party chat. So I jump in with a lobby and it's me, my brother, a couple of other guys. And, you know, everybody says hi. And then the gamertag Galio 6 joins. And I'm sat there and I'm Which like, I know me. this is the guy. Yeah, that's that's Shane. So he jumps in and, I, you know, this is this is the the head of this group. You know, I've never interacted with people like this online before. And back then, I can't remember what my gamer tag was exactly, but it was Ash something. And the only introduction I got from Shane was, who the fuck is Ash? (laughs) (laughs) Nobody, obviously, back in the day, (laughs) nobody knew who anybody was. So, But we were training, weren't we? We So to to put that into context, we'd got really serious with the clan and we started competing. We were getting ready to compete. Um, so we brought, I brought in training sessions to the point like we was, you know, we wanted to learn the maps. So we went into private sessions, learn the maps. And, and, you know, if we were going to hold a room, for example, which we'll get into in a bit with maps that we did, but it, it was, then we'd have like, if there was eight people in our group that were attending that night, it'd be four against four, somebody would have to hold a room down and the other team would have to try and get into that room, find a way in. When they found their way in, we knew what the weakness were and we'd patch it, you know, so to speak, yeah. and, and cover it. So, yeah, I, I rocks up and no word at all of, of you know, there's a new guy coming, um, do you mind, or all <laughs> like that. And I'm just like, who the fuck's this Ash? Like, I don't, he's not in our team. How the, how the fuck's he got in here? Um, and then we <laughs> it was a really with... warm welcome. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you stuck at it. You stuck at it. Yeah, sort of thinking, I'm silly he at 16 like years old. I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's, I mean, obviously we we could fill a three-hour podcast just with our origin, couldn't we really? I mean, that yeah. that's the base. We will obviously go into a bit more with regards to Modern Warfare because that was our yeah. base game, wasn't it? That's where we evolved. And we like you say... We very, very good at it, didn't we? As oh, a team. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, so. back in the day, obviously it was things like, what was it called? Um, what was it called now? The... Website that we did all the competitive stuff through. Um, I can't remember the name of it now. It was Game Game Battles. Battles. Yes. And, you know, these were the days where competitive, before it become an eSport and all that, this was 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 your eSports back in the day. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, like you say, we used to have these training nights where it would be to the point that, you know, we'd be in in a group of seven or eight of us, so however many were on that night, and it would be right we're going to put six against two. You two are going to hold down this room and the six of us are going to try and get in. And it was to that point, it was that competitive back in the day. That was part of our thing. Obviously we had the fun side, didn't we? We used to do obviously general search and destroy. And we had little sniper tournaments with each other and things like that. Yeah. We used to have like snipe ops and that. The sniper tournaments. But, and, and it was, and the reason why to put it again, a bit of context to put why we did the six against two is because if two people can hold out six, even for a lengthy period of time, then we'll have no problem doing it when it's four V four or six V six in a competitive match. So, and and it used to be, I mean, we took it very serious and I would took it very strict. If these two people let people in that room, I used to go mental. And it's yeah, like, well, it was, I mean, we're outnumbered. <laughs> but, it's, I, I, I mean, you look back in the day, it was mad. It the, was. It, it was crazy. that and serious. I used to send out pictures of maps to people where... Oh, yeah. We, we had, I had I'd put a key at the bottom, like, if it was coloured blue, that's where so, so-and-so's planting a claim, or if it were yellow, 
you know, that's where somebody would be flicking a grenade to that area or, you know, we were very intricate, weren't we? Incredibly intricate. Yeah. And it did pay off. At some point, we did get number one ranked on game battles in Call of Duty. Yeah. And, and we ended up building up a squad of about 30 at one point, didn't we? Were, it, we yeah, got... in our in our highest populated days, we did have like, and that this spread across multiple games. We had like on our FIFA clubs and all that, like we had like three teams, didn't we? we because did, yeah. we were just that big. We had that many and, you know, 16 years on, maybe, what is it now? Maybe eight of us are still going as the originals. What are now and called like, legends? All of famers. All of famers. Yeah, all of famers. All of famers. Yeah, in our Discord. But uh, so that's the base. Obviously, we're going to go over a load of it as we sort of go on about memories and everything. So with regards to Modern Warfare, and it's the original, the one that we spent countless hours on, what's what's probably your best memory, your best maps? What what would you sort of reminisce as some of your favourites from that being... Is easy, it, and it were overgrown. I absolutely loved that map um, for the sniping purposes, because I'm, as you know, a big sniper. Yeah, um, but yeah, overgrown for me were the biggest, and it has my probably my greatest gaming moment was on that map, and that was because, again, like I said, we were all quite dominant, but. Um, for anybody that played Overgrown, you'll know there's two bridges. There's the wooden bridge at one end and the stone bridge at the other end. And this particular game started, and I think they'd kind of got bored. They were losing sniper matches. They were losing, you know, close quarter combat matches against our team. And they just got bored, and all six of them ran across the stone bridge while we spawned at the wooden bridge end. And in six seconds, I fired six bullets and took out all six team members. The game were over in six seconds, and I sniped every single one of them. So that, for me, is the my pinnacle gaming moment throughout history, I would say, um, online gaming. And, and yeah, that was that were my favourite map. But I think Call of Duty 4 offered so many. You know, Crossfire oh, I mean, up there, Pipeline. Yeah. What about you? What were, what were yours? Um, Crossfire was probably my favourite. Like you, we've both always loved sniping. That's, yeah. It's just something we've always done whenever... I think tactically we quite regularly would be, wouldn't we? When we did tactical gaming as well, it'd be we'd be sniping, yeah. we'd be covering the guys that are moving to cover, you know, different objectives and all that. And Crossfire 100% opened up that chance straight down the street, yeah. especially if you spawn down the bottom of the street, you're just picking people off all game. I loved uh, Crossfire. Yeah. And another map. one that I loved for sniping was Bog. I think Bog... Yeah. You could stand at one end and you, with the buses because it was oh, it was brilliant. Do you remember some of the call-outs on Bog? So we had custom call-outs in every maps as well, didn't we? Yeah, you know? Bog was the one that's really sort of... I can't remember many from many, but... It was all many, the fast but, food. It was all the yeah, fast you food, had KFC, KFC and, McDonald's. Yeah, we had all that on Bog. And then the only other one that I can remember, I think it was overgrown, was weren't it Grandma's house? Grandma's house, yeah, the little house. Yeah, yeah in, I remember, I remember them. House. They're all upstairs <laughs> yeah. in Grandma's house. And I mean, you look at that. I mean, we had every map covered to a T. Yeah, we knew everything. We knew the maps. Like sometimes on games now, they do you know do little points, don't they, on maps? And and this again were before a time that this were a thing that you know the game didn't do out like that, and we did it, didn't we? We just made up callouts to make it faster, and you know he's in KFC, and everybody in our team would know exactly what KFC was or what Grandma's house was. So we, we had it where our guys could move in 
you know, on the ground. The snipers will adjust their position um, where they're still hidden but can see Grandma's house and things like that. It It were incredible. And, I mean, going back to Crossfire, like we said, we got some memories earlier, didn't we, off people? Now, my brother-in-law, Gaz, he said he remembers Crossfire distinctly (laughs) because when he were in, I'd be sniping down the street, so I'd be upstairs in the building that you could see down the street sniping. And his, and his comment, in his words, not mine, were, um, because I were quite shit, I were just laid on, on the ground with a, a machine gun in case anybody slipped through. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it worked, it, didn't it? If it anybody did. escaped yeah. our sniper shots, then people like Gaz would be there as they came running through that door to get us, and he would absolutely take them out. And It, it, was, it was just great. <laughs> it it, it, you look back at some of the maps, I mean... Like you say, I think overall there wasn't really any bad maps on Modern Warfare. You know, you look at... I I know you didn't really like Wet Work. Yeah, Wet Work for me to this day would probably still be my worst map. See, I I loved sniping on that. We had very different experiences on there because I think for me that was the first map. Um, I mean, it happens on a lot of maps now, but that's where the noob tubes come flying in and you were bloody dead before you'd you'd got going. And that, I think it was that that did it for me. Um, and Because back then it didn't happen on every map because it wasn't possible. But that one particular, you'd just see noob tubes flying and you're like, oh, come on. Yeah. Um, I will, but, I'll, yeah. I'll hold my hands up. I've always, or I used to be quite guilty for carrying the noob tubes around. I wasn't ashamed in it. I did quite enjoy using them. And some the amount of games where you'd have the countdown to start a round, especially on, what was the map? I'm going to have to check. Uh, Ambush. Ambush. The two sides of the road with the tanks in the middle. Yeah. And you'd start, and as soon as the game started, you'd shoot a noob tube. Almost, you almost knew exactly where to aim. Yeah. And if you got it right, you could quite easily get two, three, maybe even four kills from a single noob tube. I mean, and... Ambush. I mean, that was another great map. I enjoyed good sniper map. It was quite open, wasn't it? But, and I'd yeah. say tactically... Tactically, back then, it was one of the hardest to cover. It was oh, yeah, because the there was just to... so many avenues, and yeah. it it wasn't your traditional sort of map. Um, but, I, I'd I mean, probably say one of my favourites as well would be Crash. I Crash, I mean, Crash was Crash. iconic. They've, they've yeah. re-released that on a couple of games now, and if you can take that top rooftop, again, when you'd go in down the sniper route, you can be picking them off all afternoon. Like, yeah. it's it's a great map. That, that um, were literally what well, well, we used to call it Tin Canale, didn't we? I, yeah. I, I referred to that as Tin Canale because pretty much that's what it was. If they all decided to, because we used to play a lot of Search and Destroy back then as well, didn't we? Yeah. So obviously teams were coming to get the bombs. And if they were coming up that hill to get to that, I think that was the A-bomb, wasn't it, where you spawned? Um, yes. You just it would just in Canale. We used to have so much fun, didn't we? Like, got him! No, I've got him! I've got him! <laughs> it's like... We had so much fun on that map. It was incredible. Now, Modern Warfare, like we've said, was obviously our base game, and we've obviously evolved through everyone. So we're gonna, we're not gonna go into massive detail with every game because we, yeah. like we've said, we'd be here for about four hours. But obviously, after that, come the next evolution of Call of Duty, which was World at War. So we went back in time again. Um, very, very different experience, wasn't it, compared to like Modern Warfare? There was a lot more. Yeah. Gore, you could literally have your entire body blown to pieces with bouncing betties and things like that. Um, but again, there was a couple of iconic maps that have just stuck from World yeah. at War. Um, 
for me, a couple of my favourites from back in the day on there was one of them was Dome. It was such a small, compact map with like obviously the central bit in the middle and then the little bit outside that you could run out to as well. Yeah. And obviously you had the balconies with that. Um, that was one of my favourites. And then another one that sort of stayed quite popular over the years, I know they've re-released it on a couple, was uh, Mackin, which you could yeah. have obviously the Mackin day and Mackin at night, um, which was all obviously like these like bamboo beach hut things, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and I used to, I thought that was a very nice map in you know at night with the moon and stuff like that. It worked. Yeah. That was a belting map, wasn't it? But I think my, yeah. do you know, my, one of my favourites in there were Roundhouse. Yeah, with the tanks, I liked Roundhouse. The tank, tanks yeah. were always ever present in there, weren't they, and stuff like that. And you know, I, I remember having some good tactics hiding behind tanks and stuff like that. Um, and and, and uh, another one sure was that. Castle. Yeah, set in Japan. That was, and they've again they've done that a couple of times on a couple of different games, and I think World at War just always sticks because it was such a different game. Mm. Modern Warfare was a a, like a modern, good. You know, it was it was a much more real game, if you know what I mean. Whereas this was going back into history again, and because we were so used to multiplayer by then to have to adapt to things like the different weapons, you know, and the lack of the tech that you could use, you know, like kill streaks and everything. Yeah. It just it just introduced an entirely different way of playing and it it was it was a good one. It's it's one of those that I think still sticks for me as one of my favorites, not not my favorite, but it's up there of all like so the did older Did you say what your favorite was? What, what is your favourite uh, favorite Call game of, altogether? Duty, yeah, your, like obviously um, mine is Call of Duty for Modern Warfare. Yeah, what would I you think say for me, your... I think it's a split between Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare Two. It's between the two. It's I, I can't really because there's that many maps from both of those. Because as much as we enjoyed World at War, which kind of we can kind of move on to that now anyway, but we then moved on to Modern Warfare Two, which was the next step of us smashing the competitive wasn't it like yeah world at war we played but modern warfare 2 was the next generation of doa and the way we smashed it with the competitive side as well because that modern warfare 2 has some of my favorite maps of all time mm. like so, you know the showdown i think would be a big stick out for me on that one yeah i enjoyed that one i think for me my favourite was Terminal, I think, and it's still... I cannot wait for Modern Warfare 3 to release to be able to play Terminal again. Um, you've, you've got a few. Rust, that's where Rust originated. You've got Skid Row. Quarry was one of my favourites. I loved Quarry. Quarry would have been it. And then I know one of your favourites was Favela. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Favela. Favela was yeah. yeah that was that were my favorite and and you were saying on the on the uh on the demo that they've got a new the more buildings than that you can go in on that now yeah so that might be um, quite, was that a good thing or was that a bad thing it was tough during the beta just obviously it's because even though you know the map you're getting used to the fact that there's a lot more avenues now not a lot more places people can get which is going to take a little bit of time um afghan i'm looking forward to that one with the plane crashed in the middle of the desert that was a really good one and then one that was on the beta for modern warfare 3 was a state which was another one i loved with the big sort of 
mansion house thing, the cabin sort of house. Yeah. Um, again, like obviously we're running through this and we've got like a bit of a insight into every game as we run through it. And you forget how many, again, High Rise, which was on the uh, beta, Scrapyard, another great one. Scrapyard, um, yeah, you know, you you look through this, this. Obviously, we got where Crash came back, didn't it? In a in DLC, I think, yeah, a handful of you got Overgrown again. Yeah, you got you did, um, yeah. Vacant and everything. They all sort of come back as part of Vacant, basically a remaster. Amazing. That were a very underrated. I loved Vacant. And, and it Dave, was a very we, good tactical we got game. A, we got a message off Dave today, didn't we? And that were he always said that was the map that stick, stuck out in his head, wasn't it? That yeah, um, you know, were one of his favourites, and that's where we used to do like a lot of the holding down the rooms and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, that's what I mean. Like you said, I think, I think I've always been the modern warfare fan out of the, you know, out of all the others that we've got and uh, like the world wars and things like that, that they were always my favorite and my favorite weapons were in there. Um, yeah. Because for me, like the dragon of the sniper, the dragon of were my ultimate weapon. That has yeah. always been my favourite weapon, and and that was you know that come out of the modern warfare's, didn't it? I think though, as much as uh, obviously modern warfare's up there, but for me, I I've always been a good fan of the Black Ops series as well. Mm-hmm. I think Treyarch, Treyarch always have always made a good multiplayer. There really isn't many that I'd sort of turn around and go they they missed the ball on that one, and the original Black Ops brought some fantastic maps, some wicked weapons. And I think it, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was an introduction of a whole new series, wasn't it? You know, they went into a different era, the weapons, the the different um, hill streaks, the different tactical stuff and the uh, equipment you could use. Everything about Black Ops was, again, just this whole new evolution of Call of Duty and it just changed the way that we played it again. Yeah, but I think I think for me in in some of their maps that that was the problem is that I think that this is where a little bit more of the the close quarter combat stuff came in, um, and a bit more sort of dashing about like you know n- not organised. Don't get me wrong, there were some maps that you know you could still be organised and you could still do stuff, and there were some great maps like you said that I enjoy. Um, I think one of my biggest issues was the Nuketown map, like. Oh, see, that's one of my all-time favourites. I love the map, but the amount of times that that got remade and the amount of times that that got brought back, I was kind of like, seriously, I'm done. Um, And it just seemed as well that on some playlists, it just came up constantly. And you'd end up having like four or five games back-to-back on Nuketown, and I was kind of like that. Seriously, now this is getting a bit repetitive. So yeah, I, I I've got nothing against the games. You know, I I did really really enjoy um some of their maps, but yeah, I think I can't. I mean, like firing range, wasn't it? That were a Black Ops map. That were I loved firing range that, again. Yeah, I, I like I like the thing. I think the thing is, I quite like the the variants of the two. You're very much a pro sniper, aren't you? Yeah, that's that's your thing, and as much as I love it, and I'm if the map suits, I will snipe. But I also love the fast-paced, close combat, yeah. running around with different I mean, assault rifles. And I'm that. not against the close combat because obviously there were certain types, certain guns and things like that, like the MP5 and that that I wanted to, you know, level up. 
Uh, and I remember yeah. like the mini Uzi and stuff like that. Like, but so them sort of guns were great for that and rigging them out so that, you know, d- put double tap on one of them. And it was yeah. insane when you were running about. But, but yeah, I just think for me, I'm okay when you've got one or two maps throughout the night that'll pop up a couple of times and you're doing that. But when the whole night seems to be that type of thing, that's when I don't enjoy it. And yeah, for I me, think... I'd like a map map to be built that was a bit of both. And I think that that's, for me, I think is why Modern Warfare always pips the top spot for me is because I think their maps were beautifully designed to do both. I think one of the things is, as gaming evolved, things got a lot quicker, things got a lot more fast-paced in general. And I think... Call of Duty, as the years have gone on, we've both said in the past that the maps aren't quite so sniper-friendly anymore. There's a lot of games, a lot of maps where there's just, unless you're going to do quickscoping, which is something I've always hated, there's just no use for sniping. No. It's just, you know, they they are very pro fast-paced, close yeah. combat. And I think that's what always upsets me and, and, and why sometimes we ended up sort of migrating over to Battlefield at the odd occasion, didn't we, in the years? Because yeah. you wanted that sniper fix. You wanted that big map, open space um, sort of get to. And, and and that's what I find a shame because I think overall, definitely I've always preferred Call of Duty. Um, but I just think that... I don't know. I, f- I feel that over recent years, the map development has been s- not great. And I think in some ways, they're running out of ideas. That's only my perception. But like you said, with the new Modern Warfare coming up and a lot of these old maps that have been redone, I think that's exciting because the- I know that there's maps in there that do cater for a little bit of everything. Oh, yeah, massively. I think so we're going to really enjoy Yeah, I think that's this the excitement one. for me. And and I haven't played um, it yet. Obviously, you've done the beta, haven't you? I didn't. So, yeah. it's you know, I'm I'm going in with a fresh look, fresh eyes, and, and being like... Because I mentioned it before, like, first-person shooters for me, I'm falling out with. So I am excited to see, can it be reborn? Can this, you know, give me that bit of juice back? Now... As we've said, obviously, earlier, that obviously we're going to throw in a few memories of other people as well. Um, now, Kenneth, who is a listener, and we've gamed with him over the years for many long periods, haven't we, over the years? And he, I messaged him today and said, right, look, we're recording an episode. I want a bit of your memories of everything to do with us and Call of Duty and all that through the years. And he went straight away. I've got one off my head that has... Stalk forever is funny as Fook. And uh, he said, so remember back on the old Modern Warfare, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare days, he went, we'd have a full squad. It'd be Jane, him, me, you know, Killjoy, one of our other friends and that. And he said, there was always a suspicion that it was him, but it was never justified and it was never clarified. However, he went... (laughs) know what's coming (laughs) he went through a stage where nobody else knew but uh he went through a stage where he used to at the start of every round throw a flash grenade and it was it would flash the entire team as the round started and there was one of the other guys that used to game with us called war and it used to really piss him off incredibly so he said so he said i've 
uh, Killjoy and Tom used to find it very funny, but nobody else did. And it would start to piss Shane off as well as war. Uh, however, it was always war that was always going mental. Yeah, it pissed me off because I had <laughs> war in my ear saying somebody's doing this and somebody's doing that. And it was like trying to handle five-year-olds in a playground. Because, yeah, so he said that it would result sometimes in full-on arguments. The round would finish. I'd change class so it didn't look so obvious. And then eventually it got to the point where war decided to wait and try and flash him. But by flashing him, he also flashed you. And so you went mental at war yep. and it went into an, a full on rage. And he said it caused mega arguments. Um, and he said that nobody ever actually got the full blame and he never actually owned up. However, he will now confirm that it was him. Well, I and... knew all along it were him. <laughs> that would never, but it was one of them where obviously being the leader of, of such a big clan at the time and that is like, you can't just kind of go in there and go, I know it were you. So you're trying no. to be sort of tactical about it, knowing fine well who it is, and then you've got the other guy, well, you're going to do out about it. Well, I can't because I don't know it were him. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my God. I tell I you mean, what. That, that was the thing. <laughs> we knew. good times with Kenneth. With the war, yeah, we, we know that. used to give me an headache. He was, Kenneth was the prime example of somebody who knew how to troll people. Yeah. And he knew how to wind people up in a way that, <laughs> you, like that, you would just be in a game and every round it'd flash and you think, like most of us, we probably knew it was no, him. I, I knew 100%. <laughs> but, I mean, today, obviously, he was sending me some messages and we we were talking, weren't we? And we said, like, that he's actually sort of probably got us the most emotional thinking back to these days. Yeah. Um, You know, he said um, people a lot younger than us now who are sort of into the Call of Duty days have no idea just how good they missed out on the, the better years from back in the day. They potentially messed out, missed out on one of the best periods of generations of Call of Duty when we were doing it way back in the day. Um, and he said he wouldn't change any of the experience for the world because it was one of the best times of our gaming career. Yeah. Um, I... I just, I think he's absolutely spot on. I think like nowadays because party chat and that's there, they'll never get that feel, will they, of being in a game with other no, people? No, there's just not the the experience, you know. Another. I mean, everything... even sniping me and you, like how good did it feel when you could hear them die and they'd be like, Yeah, you'd, you'd get that like, couple of seconds right, of you're shouting. Right. And... and that's it in lobby next. So you're all right, mate, we're going again, shall we? Get your sniper out and I right, we're great. But... I think from a personal point of view, to hear Kenneth say that, and me and Kenneth have had his problems over the years, quite obviously because of his shit-stirring like you've just explained, but he was a great <laughs> member. He was he a great gamer as well, and he was a great oh, he's, player. He's, he's up there as... I still stand now and would say openly, he's one of the best gamers I've ever game with. Yeah. He's and, just and a very, very good gamer. And, yeah. you know, and he, he was saying a little bit more. He said... Um, he used to love how tactical he was. We were with it. And he said, if he was to have a son or a daughter in the future, he would love their experience with gaming to be like ours was back then because we just had it so good. Yeah. And, you know, he he just sort of saying a few bits about like, um, it, it went on for quite a bit because we were just properly reminiscing. But he said, initially he said, I'll give you my five top, five top maps across all games. And then he went, actually, I can't. So he gave us Terminal, Strike, 
Crash, Cliffside, Jungle, Castle, Firing Range, Octane, Overgrown, and Havana as some of his favourites. And some good pulls there. Yeah, and you know, it it's just that. It's the fact that like we've said, we've not properly gamed with Kenneth for years. Just it's not through anything really, other than we just we've gone our separate ways, like we have with a lot of gamers. But yeah, we've literally been saying today we'd love to get like Kenneth would love to get back with us, like we've said before, and just, you know, get some good old gaming back together. And that's what we've said this Modern Warfare will probably do. Yeah, because... that's it, because it has got memories for us already there. And yeah. it's like I said to you today when you were kind of screenshotting like what Kenneth had said and, and putting it in. And it is so, for me, not j- gaming aside, but for me personally, who, who, who created all that clan and, and run that clan, to hear somebody say that and that their experience and they wouldn't change it for the world. And it's so, so heartwarming. So... Kenneth, it I is. appreciate it's... that. It's it's unbelievable to think that somebody got that out of it. Uh, and, yeah. and, and, you know, when somebody says something like that, being, you know, if I had a kid, I'd like them to have a similar experience. I am a dad. And to hear that is like, wow, that, that it proper hits home, does that? It, and it did. It made me, yeah. did make me quite emotional when I heard that this morning because I think, wow, like, for me, it's just so, it was so random how it began and, and, and that was never the intention behind it. And it quickly became the intention, and to know that it actually did do that for, for people, is yeah un- an unbelievable feeling, unbelievable. Feeling. It, it it is good, and you know, like we've said, we've obviously we think back to like when we were just kids, and yet now half of us have got families, kids of our own. You yeah, know, it, it's it's crazy. Well, that's the question how... I was going to ask you. When in our Call of Duty four days, was I a dad at that point when you joined? I think. If I remember was correctly, I think you would. I think, yeah, I think he was very, very early days, very yeah. early days. Because Liam's eighteen now, isn't he? He'll be eighteen in in eleven days. Yeah, eleven days. Right. So I'm thinking he because I mean, Call of Duty Modern Warfare was 2007, so that was sixteen between sixteen seventeen years ago, depending on when you look at it. So, right. So he'll have been. So if it were, it'd have been. He was first born few in months, if not a year. He was born in two thousand and. Yeah, so he'd have been one, maybe coming up to two. Yeah, it'll been about eighteen months then. What? Maybe and it's a, just, about a yeah. year, maybe maybe a year. Yeah. It's so, just yeah, mad. It's but... incredible because you you obviously back then. How old did you say you were? I'd have been in two thousand and seven. I'd have been fifteen, sixteen, and like I, that. So I was twenty-one at the time. So yeah, yeah, it's it's a long time, and it you've got you've got two children since then. Yeah, um, I've been married and divorced since then. Another child since then. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's just it, madness. It's incredible, isn't it? But I mean, I think as well, like going back to Kenneth's point, like I think that that is the thing is that through difficult times for everybody it, during our sort of tenure together. Each and every member at some point has gone through a difficult stage, haven't they? I.e. me with my divorce. Um, you've had uh, challenges up and down um, throughout those years. And we've all yeah. helped each other through it. That that group, that community, that, that gaming, that has been like... And I see so many TikToks about it, you know, saying we play games to escape the real world and how painful it can be. And, you know, there's all these nice things. And, and I think, do you know what? It is so true. 
Oh, 100%. It really did help me navigate difficult times coming on. And even sometimes it might not just be that I were having any heart-to-hearts with any members. I mean, I have, we have, haven't we, over the years? And I have with, like, yes. Tom and things like that. And, and Dave, um, you know, and obviously, you know, Dave, you know, he's another one that we don't mention too much, but he's been there for me a lot throughout the years. He's the first member I actually met back in the day. We took our kids to uh, Nosley Safari Park. Um, you know, and I, and I go on holiday with him every year. So, but I just think it's so underrated that the people that we met and how we got each other through difficult times, having that community and that group and that, what would you call it, escape? Yeah, I think it's... what I like is the fact that even now, still to this day, there are periods where we've met up for whatever. Whether it's like obviously earlier this year, we met up in Sheffield and. We've met up a couple of times for paintballing. And when we all turn up and, you know, at paintballing, we'd have our steward or whatever, and he'd sort of say, so how do you guys know each other? And it's like we've gamed together for 14 years, and he lives up in Yorkshire, he lives down in Brighton, we live in the Midlands, he lives up in Hull. And yeah. and it's like, they're like, you've, you guys have just literally gamed together for 14 years. And it's like, yeah. yeah. And still to this day, we still speak to people and meet people that find it insane that this group of lads from all across the uk and scotland even have gained yeah. together for now best part of nearly 17 years yeah yeah well do you know we had we, it in portugal. Know, it's, it's we was on a night out in portugal so obviously like i just said i went with dave and killjoy and we were in a irish bar and we got talking to the this this group of irish women um and and she says oh where are you from then so i said leeds um Obviously, Killjoy said Brighton, and Dave said Hull. And she went, eh? She went, that's like miles apart. All like, over the world. <laughs> yeah, it's like, how, how on earth do you know each other if you're all from there? So we went on to you know, to tell the story about gaming, yeah. and she was just like, really? And we're like, yeah, yeah, we've known each other like 16 years now. This is our second holiday as a three. This is mine and Dave's third holiday together. Um, yeah, we, you know, we took us kids, and like I said, to Nosy Safari. She's like, wow, that's incredible. She went, that's... Yeah, that's an amazing story. And I'm like, yeah. And a similar experience when I met Tom's mum. And she was like, I can't believe how you guys met. And I got talking to her yeah. down at Tom's house at Tom's birthday party that we all went to, didn't we? Um, and she said, can I ask you a question? So I said, yeah. And she went, what if, if your lads did, had the, you know, the experience you did, would you be okay with it? And I went, no, probably not. And she no. went, really? And I said, no, I'd be very, I'd be, I'd be really sort of wary and I'd be really conscious. Now, I don't know if that's me being an overprotective dad or that how the times have changed and, 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 and or something like that since we did it, but I'd be very, very cautious. And she went, yeah, but you got really best friends with people out of it. And I went, yeah, I know. But I don't know if I would be happy about it if they did it. So Yeah, I think, I mean, I find it mad because when you think actually... 16, 17 years ago, the internet was probably a far less protected space, you know, for people to meet up and yeah. get to know each other and that back then. There was a lot less online safety than there is today. You're probably safer people getting to know each other online now with all the, you know, dating apps and all that yeah, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. When we first started talking, that was one of the only real ways, besides things like MSN, that yeah. you could actually talk to people online and yet no back then nobody had social media so you know 
nobody, it was, it was probably four or five years before any of us actually saw pictures of each other because back then that yeah. just didn't exist. You didn't go, no, no. oh, add me on Facebook and, you know, follow me on there. And so, you know, as the years went on, it was like we, what was it? It was only something like maybe six years ago that we met for the first time at paintballing. Yeah, like, and that was like how close we've been over the years. It, it yeah, took really it had been like 10 time. years yeah. before we met. Took and a it's real just long mad, time, didn't it? It is. So it is, and I think, like I said, I don't know if it's the times have changed, and 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 you know the 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 sort of bad things that can happen on the internet, and 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 stories that you say. I don't know if they're just more widespread now because of social media. It's, oh yeah, 100%. it's easy to see all that kind of thing. So maybe it was always, you know, that bad. Let's say, but we never kind of knew it because it went right under his nose. Whereas, like you said, with social media and things like that, now it, it is. So, but I, I think generationally, like my my parents were very trusting of me. Like when I used to go play out with friends and meet, I I used to be at the other end of town. You know, I'd be miles and miles and miles away from home. Um, yeah. But they were all, you know, I had the rule that when the streetlight came on, you came in, and I think they were a bit more trusting back then. Whereas I do, I think, think the world the was just a bit of a safer place then. Yeah, and I just think the younger generation, no disrespect, but I don't think some of them are all that bright and trustworthy. I think, you know, there's with social media and that has, has brought around a bit more idioticness in some people as well. So, yeah. And I don't mean that degrading to anybody or all like that, but I just think it is a different generation and things work. Yeah, in a, it's a different a world diff- and it's, yeah, you know... World. Um, but um, speaking of this getting through dark times... Uh, and and looking at Call of Duty from a slightly different angle, Warzone played a big, big, big part for getting oh. you through a difficult time. Yeah, or us, um, us as, as a general. But it I did, yeah, because you jumped in. You, yeah. yeah, you come in a little bit later, but obviously Warzone, and this will count for if you guys are listening. This will count for a big chunk of gamers. Um, obviously, lockdown was. A big tough challenge, wasn't it, for a lot of people? You know, we were locked away from the world for months on end. Um, and for those of us that were lucky enough to obviously game online and stuff, we had that escape again that we, we were able to sort of switch off from what was going on and being locked away for months on end and stuff. And for me, my brother Jack and Tom, we we lived on Warzone through most of war, uh, through most of lockdown. Yeah. You know, all the way through, you know, with um, Verdansk as being obviously the original Warzone map and that. And we we did. We spent many a night, you know, the the bedtime routine, you know, a, a time to go to bed because of work and that sort of went out the window. And we we lived on it and it did get us through. We've said it many times and it was one of those like that you see enough TikToks and things online of when the original Verdansk was sort of destroyed as part of the events to move on to a new map and that people were sort of putting slow motion, sad music and everything to it. Like, Titanic thank you music. for the good times. <laughs> yeah. And but it was it like, won, it? It, it was, yeah. it was a massive mental savior for uh, lockdown because a lot of us did spend nights on it and we would literally live on it. And it, it gave us that escape during what was a very, very tough time for the world. And, you know, it's, it's amazing what Call of Duty has done um obviously we've got another shout out as well to sam who's obviously one of our very regular listeners he said when it comes to call of duty his favorite memories has got to be black ops one as a whole 
Um, for him, that game was an absolute masterpiece, and the Zombies of Black Ops 1 was one of his all-time favourite memories. So that I, I sort of said, can you sort of dig a little bit deeper? Have you got any more memories or anything you could throw? And he just went, no, just Black Ops that, in general. Just It was a masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. Well, But, I mean, you know, that's, and, it, that's fine, isn't it? If, if it yeah. is that that sticks out for somebody, if it is that that did whatever for him. I mean, I... I it's it's well known. I I'm not into the zombie side of things because no, I'm not really either. It, it, it just it's in too many games for me. But but I know it is massive for some people, and and that's where some of their biggest memories are. Is you know within the zombies and stuff like that. So, but it's good. I, I think what I like is, I mean, obviously, a lot of a lot of our group have got memories of the original Modern Warfare and stuff like that, but. It is nice to hear, isn't it, how different people's yeah. memories are tied up to a, a different game or a different Call of Duty. But but celebrating the 20 years of Call of Duty, which is huge, it's, you know, we've got a very, very small bite-sized chunk of people's memories and, and, and thinking yeah. worldwide over that 20 years, how many memories that has created for people around the world. It's I mean, it goes to show, doesn't it, how... We say that, like, that exactly, sort of, we all have a very similar experience in terms of our, when we think back to Modern Warfare. Now, one of the lads that I work with, Lewis, he's only 22, so there's, like, a 10-year gap. Mm. So, as you can imagine, Modern Warfare was non-existent for him. He'd have only been, what, three or four, something like that. So, he his greatest memories are very different to ours. Now, we know, in our eyes... Call of Duty went through a period, didn't it, that it just wasn't very good in our eyes. Yeah, yeah. Starting with Advanced Warfare when the jetpacks first come in and then it sort of spread. We went through a period of sort of Black Ops 3, which was okay. Then the absolute train wreck that was Infinite Warfare. Absolute in our god-awful game. Yeah, in our, yeah uh, this is, we've got to stress that in our opinion. For me... I don't reckon I got past rank 25 on that. I could, it was just a horrible game for me. And then we started to see a bit of a... They, Activision sort of clawed it back a bit. We got a Modern Warfare remastered, which was our huge oh, return. That was, that, that, the excitement in that year building up to that game was incredible. Yeah, when, like... when the confirmation come out of that. I mean, they did, they did it naughty in the way that they did tie it into Infinite Warfare, didn't they? You had yeah. to buy Infinite Warfare to get the Modern Warfare remastered. So that kind of probably played a part on the fact that I only played to like level 25. But at the same time, I just did not like that game. No. It was bad. Um, but so many people felt the same, didn't they? But Because you were saying, Lewis, that, that, that for him was a, one of his favourites, was it? Yeah, he, he said it's it's a controversial point, but for him, one of the main reasons he fell in love with Advanced Warfare was the introduction of jetpacks. Now, on our Whereas flip we side... Whereas we boots on the ground back, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we, we didn't like it. No. And, you know, I, I adapted. You know, I think it was... Was it Black Ops 3 and 4, or at least Black Ops 4, was wall running and jetpacks, and I quite enjoyed that. The wall running I, think, I particularly enjoyed. I thought that would be yeah. great. But I think the initial couple with Advanced Warfare and Infinite Warfare would just so far advanced that it was like it doesn't even feel like Call of Duty anymore. And I, well, a lot of us sort of really sort of fell out with the games. Another one before Advanced Warfare, just throwing it in as well, one that I would, again, personally put as one of my least favourite of all time was Call of Duty Ghosts. Honest, but do you know what? 
It's one of my favourites. I really that for I me was that. the, but do the you know start. What I, do you know what? Do, do you know what I love about that game as well? Obviously, my favourite artist of all time is Eminem, and he did yeah the the, the official soundtrack, soundtrack. for that game. Yeah. So that got me gripped anyway. But I I absolutely loved. It. I mean, I remember Fog were a map on there that were great. I I it, what I I really enjoyed Ghost. And actually, I was talking to my youngest son, Kieran. Um, it was either earlier today or, or or a couple of days ago, and and this Call of Duty Ghosts was his favourite of all time. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, he's a lot younger than us; he's only fifteen um, at the moment. But this was his favourite Call of Duty. It was Call of Duty Ghosts. There are, I mean, Ghosts. Every single game, even the bad ones, there's a couple of standout maps for me. Like Ghosts, for me, some of the ones that stand out are Strike Zone, yep. uh, Stonehaven, and uh, what was the other one? Octane, which was like a city. It was like just the middle of a street, weren't it, really? Um, those were a couple of the ones that sort of stood out for me back then. But yeah, I just, I just didn't think it played well. I wasn't a big fan of it. And considering it was meant to be like the Xbox One's big blockbuster game to showcase exactly what the the system could do. I just wasn't that impressed with it. And it was like, you know, it for me, that's where we went through three or four years of just bad Call of Duty for me. And um, yeah. See, I would agree with that. I would agree with that in terms of it were bad Call of Duty days, bah, ghosts. I, you know, I would take that out of it for me. Yeah. I mean... Okay where the games were meant to then sort of where they started to claw back a little bit was obviously world war two, um, yes. which was the first sledgehammer game in the series. Now, um, it didn't launch very well, did it for starters? We no. stayed up for the midnight launch and the servers. That was the first one where you, you were in like the, the camp weren't you before map, before matches yes so you could run around like the the uh barracks type thing you could run down to the train uh firing range but on launch night we couldn't see anybody we couldn't find maps we couldn't find games we couldn't find anything nothing worked and it it took a while didn't it and the at one point for a while they even disabled the barracks because it that just didn't work and it was just like for uh, for its introduction, Sledge. I mean, for me personally, I don't think Sledgehammer have really ever done a solid Call of Duty. For me, no, anyway. I, I, yeah, solid, probably the right word. I think there's been little moments. In um, fact, no, Sledgehammer War, uh, Advanced Warfare was there first. Then it was World War Two. Yeah, Advanced Warfare was there first. So yeah, yeah even then, so, like Advanced Warfare wasn't their no. best introduction. And I think there's, you know, there's moments in some of their games, you know, that, that stick out and, and, and the odd map. But yeah, I think it's the weakest of the Call of Duties for sure. And we've we've said that yeah. before, haven't we? And, and not one that we've um, particularly been biggest fans of. But again, I mean, I bet there is people somewhere that, you know, this were a pinnacle for them. Oh, 100%, you know, and there I mean, definitely will World be. War II, like, I remember the London Docks map. That was a very good map. I really enjoyed that map. I liked how that was laid out, um, stuff like that. The, the, is that not the one where they, they redid shipment as well to, like, um, a, a 1944 version? Um, uh, yeah, there was one in one of them. I can't remember whether it was World this War one. II, wasn't it? 
Um, but yeah, so I mean, there is moments. Vanguard. That... I can't remember now. No, I'm pretty sure that were in. It was unless it were in both, maybe. But I know maybe. that that were in in World War Two. I've actually got that in front of me now. It was shipment 1944. Um, so yeah, th- there was moments, but that's all I can ever say about their games is it was moments. Um, but yeah, I, I for me, I've always been Modern Warfare. That they've always yeah. been my favorite series. Um, and and where I've got the best gaming moments of Call of Duty from. Yeah, I think for me again, Modern Warfare is my favorite because it because of the the style of weapon, some of the tech and equipment and kill streaks you can use and everything like. For me, they're my favorites, and I think they always will be. The new Modern Warfare series, they've been okay. Um, it was nice to go back to that. I think Activision and Infinity Ward have always made decent games. I think it's quite a close match between them and Treyarch as to who can make the best multiplayer. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see just how, because obviously Modern Warfare 3 is sort of a mix match of a few studios. Sledgehammer have sort of overseen the development of this one with a bit of Infinity Ward and a few other studios thrown in. Um, You know, I mean... Like we've said with Sledgehammer, Vanguard was another one of theirs just a couple of years back. That for me wasn't a very good map, uh, very good game. No. Um, again, they had a couple of good maps in it. One map that I know a lot of people didn't like, and I'm trying to find the name of it now because, like I say, I really didn't play it that much. But there was one called where is it? Um, I actually can't find it. What's this on? It was like a. On oh that's it sub pens so it was like a uh, submarine oh yeah warehouse yeah, I that. yeah and you could climb up onto the submarine now I enjoyed that map and yet a lot of people said it was one of the worst maps on yeah, it yeah I don't and I, it's I just like admit, I, I, I I wouldn't say I hated it and I wouldn't say I loved it, it I was very I, I could take it or leave it let's say yeah probably the best way I felt about that map but um yeah you know we've we've had obviously the introduction of Warzone like we've just said was another big thing to recent Call of Duty times. Um, and, you know, we, we've kind of come full circle because this, this new one is kind of bringing a lot of us back together, isn't it, in terms of when it comes to, like, playing as a group on a Call of Duty because we've not done that as, like, a team of six or anything for years now. No, it's been a long time. And, and I think, like, we said it a couple of episodes ago, didn't we? Like, obviously, the, the joke about me getting back on FIFA that I'm game sharing with Dave now. So I was a little bit up in the air whether to get Modern Warfare 3 and, and what to do. And, you know, I liked the look of it. And we watched Summer Games Fest and, and the maps that were going to be involved. I was like, oh, actually. And then when we saw the campaign trailers, I was like, wow. That makes me want to get it back. And so I was always up in the air from there, but now I'm doing the game share and it's going to be sort of half price if you like. I thought, why not? You know, let's do it. Yeah. So that means that me and David on it, you're doing the same with your brother, aren't you? So that's four yeah. of us. Um, and the thing with our group, I, I, I think that we've been very guilty of it over the years, everybody has, is the thing with our group, if there is three or four of us on a game, and the others are not going to buy it. They end up buying it to get involved. Don't we're, they? we're very the peer pressure I've, I've is, kind is of, real. Yeah, we're very influential, and it's something that I've always sort of not prided myself in, but I know, and we've all done it, and I know I can do it as well. That 
I know sometimes I can go on about a game enough and hype it up enough that I will get people on it with me. Mm. And it's, you know, it's one of them things, you know, like with Call of Duty and stuff like this year, the beta and that has sort of done okay. And, you know, oh, you know, it's, it's Modern Warfare 2 maps and everything like that. It'd be cool, you know. We've done this over the years with many games, not yeah. just Call of Duty, but other games where someone's just not bothered me and then you've got it and then somebody else has got it. And then it's like, actually, if we can play it as a group, I, I might get it. Yeah. And we've done it on a lot of games. And, you know, this Modern Warfare is going to be one of them. Yeah. And, and like yeah, you said, I think, are... I think the absolute beautiful thing is it is a full circle for us. It is, yeah. you know, we started out here, you know, our some of our best years were on these maps uh, back in the day. And, and now we're coming all the way back round. We've had some pretty dull years, like you said, in between. Um, and this is now coming back round to the point that Kenneth's back involved in some of the chat. He's listening to what is now press start. Because bear in mind, like we started out as DOA Gaming. We then rebranded to UGN Online. Um, we had our own esports website at the time, didn't we? We had our own yep. in-house Call of Duty competitions as well as competing. Uh, and then obviously we came to press start and now it feels like... No, you're forgetting TXN in between that. TXN, yeah, sorry, yeah. The, yeah, TXN in between. Wow, that yeah, wow, that does... Yeah, mental. So, four, yeah. four rounds of evolution. Yeah, it's so... You know, for us, and, and I think now we feel comfortable where we're at with Press Start. Uh, and obviously, oh, yeah. on the previous episode, we, we sort of laid out our roadmap going forward and things like that. So it really does feel like this is a, like, not certainly not a finishing point because it certainly won't be that. But it, it's like it's making, you know, like you like said, a complete circle. Yeah, um, it's it's gone all the way around and it's Call of Duty is bringing itself back to like, a good point. It's it's in a pretty solid spot again at the minute with, you know, the war zone and everything. And it's bringing us back together. And like we said, if, if we get Kenneth in for a few games and stuff and, you know, a few of us jump on again and it will, it will feel like what we said, you know, some of the best gaming times of our lives. And, and, that's and I really it. hope and it sticks to that. Yeah, so do I. And, 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 but we also have to separate it that it's not going to be like the old days because that certainly ain't coming back. I'm not running a clan again. That's for damn sure. No, but, I don't, I'm but, definitely but yeah, not on board with that. Appreciate for what that was and appreciate for what this is going to be. And maybe we, we make, you know, it, it's the end of one circle and it brings it full circle and it's the start of another, you know. Yeah. And maybe add another circle think... on it and make a figure of eight or something daft. But yeah, because we're in a different place now, we're in a different mindset. But, this is where it began. I mean, that's the beautiful thing. We wouldn't be here recording this podcast now if it wasn't for Call of Duty. That is yeah. that, that is the mind-blowing reality of it, that we would not be here doing this if it wasn't for Call of Duty, because that's where we all met. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's incredible, isn't it? So I'm looking forward to Modern Warfare 3. And, and we've got some news today, haven't we, um, that uh, what happened, what, uh, Modern Warfare 3. That you were yeah, out which you've, you've put me on the spot now because I've lost it. I closed you, the window. He's lost, lost it. So yeah. shall I carry um, on doing a, a, a filler? <laughs> yeah, fill fill the gap for a minute, and I'll uh, I'll come back <laughs> to you in a minute. Get that. But no, I mean, I, I like I said, I I think for me, and and when you look back, we're going back. We only mentioned it briefly, but going back to Warzone, just how much that got people through what was incredible, incredibly difficult for everybody. But for me. 
Um, obviously, at the moment, I'm single and live on my own. Obviously, I have my kids half a week, but I dread to think, looking back, how lockdown and, and, and other dark parts of me might have been if it wasn't for online gaming like Call of Duty with a group of friends. Because yeah. I, I would have just literally been rattling about on the house by myself with nothing to do. So, I, I, you know, I think the emphasis has got to be put on that, that this is as fun as it's been, the great memories it, it's brought, the fun we've had and the experiences, it is getting you through, you know, those dark times that it, it is power to the game and power to the developers over the over the last 20 years. Um, yeah. You know, that have... That have created that that place that that safe space for people that escape yeah now i have found it and we can sort of wrap up with this because we've gone on quite a bit with this reminiscent episode um so yeah so the plan is that after call of duty modern warfare 3 launches in the coming weeks after launch a number of the favorite maps from modern warfare 2 uh, like this this current modern warfare 2 are going to move across to 3 in their own separate playlist. So eventually we're going to have an absolute load of maps, including some of the current multiplayer maps. Um, and then they've also announced, obviously, what we can expect in terms of playlists for launch. So there's a new mode for Modern Warfare 3 called Cutthroat, which is three teams of three. So three versus three versus three. Um, it debuted during the beta. I didn't play it, but it was apparently quite a popular game mode during the beta. Um, we've got the 6v6, which are your general standard ones, really. You've got Team Deathmatch, Domination, Search and Destroy, Kill Confirmed, Free for All, Hardpoint, Control, War, and Gun Game. Uh, and then there's the 32 versus 32 modes, Ground War and Invasion. Invasion being the large-scale team deathmatch with human and AI soldiers. Um, one good thing, which we're very happy about, because it's the game mode we've always played, um, hardcore mode will launch at launch on this one. Obviously, on Modern Warfare 2, we had to wait a while. That is um, I, 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 For me, sometimes the time to kill in core is just unplayable. Yeah, it's ridiculous, um, isn't it? Firing range and training courses will be there as well as the ability to have private matches. So it's kind of launching with the full package, really, this time around, which is, again, another promising sign yeah. ahead it of is, launch. It's great. It's great news. Looking forward to it. We're only, what, two weeks away? Yeah, 10 days ten next day, Friday. Ten, 10 days away. So, so, but before we do wrap up, Ash, I've told you my, my all-time favourite map being overgrown. Crash is well up there. My all-time favourite weapon is the Dragonov. My all-time favourite game is Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. What's your favourite map of all time? Oh, do you know what? After all this and asking everybody else, I've not 100% sort of thought it through myself, really. I think... Oh, wow. Um, I think... <laughs> I'd probably go with Terminal, I think. I thought you might say that. You're a big, it's just big always been, yeah, like, Terminal was always one of them. It kind of give an, an offer because of the actual indoor bit. You could snipe if you wanted to across, you know, across the indoor terminal bit. But it also gives you the option to run around with an assault rifle. It's very, it's friendly on both sides. Yeah. Um, in terms of the, my favorite Call of Duty of all time, it's got to be the original Modern Warfare. Not only just for the actual game, but 
the memories first, guys, that comes with it. You yeah. know, it just as a, an entire package, it was just incredible. Um, and one of my all-time favorite weapons is the G36C. Wow. One of my favorite. I, I just I loved that weapon. Um, yeah, good shout. See, they, up there obviously... for me would be the M16. You know, yeah, the M16. But, but again, I'd have to say back on the Modern Warfare days, for whatever reason, in games following that, I didn't really enjoy it because of the three burst. But on for whatever reason, on the original Modern Warfare, I loved it. Loved yeah. it. And I used I to think... carry the overkill. So I'd have yeah. the sniper and, and, and that. But like I look back, like I'm quite a fan, especially in hardcore game modes, of the three burst. I've used them all the way through yeah. the years because the accuracy is just pinpoint. When you get it right, yeah, the gun doesn't move. Three burst, and obviously being hardcore, as long as you hit them, you you you've got that kill. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I'm just looking forward to just again for the first time in many years. If there's a few of us on it. Getting stuck in, having a load of weapons to work towards unlocking. Um, I just hope that ain't gone a bit overkill like it has on previous games where you've got to use another gun to upgrade one gun and it, that's just a bit too I don't know on that bit. Yeah, that's I've not really looked into me. that. I'm not into, you know, you've got to use an LMG Being forced to upgrade to use it, yeah. SMG. Like, I don't get that crossover bit. I, I just, you know, I prefer the days where if you want to upgrade your, your MP5, for example, which give a shout out for Jack, I said that were his favourite weapon of all time on the original Modern Warfare. Um, but, you know, get the headshots with the MP5 or get so many kills with it. That's fine. That makes sense. But to use an LMG that you're never going to use ever to upgrade your MP5, yeah. I'm just not a part of that. So I hope that that's not the case. And we don't really know on that front, do we? No, not, um, not 100%. Or if we do, if the news is out there, I've not seen it unbelievable yet. Unbelievable memories, isn't it? This is a game it is, yeah. absolutely rooted in our history and our gaming lives. So for that, we want to say congratulations to Call of Duty and all the developers. Thank you to Call of Duty and all the developers for giving us these games and these memories over the years. Thank you to all our members over the years that, that made our gaming experience what it was. You know, equally, you know, Kenneth had said it about us and things like that, but we also say it back, don't we, that yeah. all their memories and things like that for us wouldn't have been possible without them either. So it's been incredible, hasn't it? Yeah, and let's, who knows, maybe 16 years, 20 years from now, we'll be sat here talking about 40 years of Call of Duty. <laughs> wow, that would be, and I would both be grey by then very great yeah <laughs> but i mean you know i mean we'll, we'll kind of leave it on that note i mean this is i i've enjoyed this episode i think it's an yeah awesome we've looked idea forward to this you. absolutely incredible idea by yourself to to do um this topic um in, today it's been it's, it's proper been a trip down memory lane today um, it has yeah and we hope you've enjoyed it we hope you we aren't rabbled too much about our history and stuff like that we hope you've really enjoyed it and it's somewhat different to the weekly news so let us know your feedback if the, if we've sparked any more memories while we've been talking let us know on our social media um you know about some more memories if if we have sparked a few more for you uh, yeah we appreciate and you listening and we'll be back thursday I, won't we we will uh, i just want to give a shout out just to every single one of the people we've given a shout out to in tonight's episode we did a bit of a rally this afternoon for people's memories and that and that's what some of them come up with so yes yeah, it's, it's been a really really good episode 
Yeah. Um, we will be back in the studio. We have, yeah. We'll be back in the studio Thursday night to record another episode, uh, ready for our normal weekly roundup. Um, and yeah, be sure to give us a follow on our socials and whichever platform you're choosing to listen to the podcast. And we will see you again on Friday. Thank you.